Fast Track Podcast, hosted by Dion Ross, Nick Nino's Corner Battle, and Dr. Harrison Jones, the fourth. So the Fast Track team is going to dissect a topic that's pretty hot, especially during election time. We hear a lot about education and collegiate education, most specifically. Here's the question. Should college be free? That's what we are going to be un, uh, unlocking tonight uh, through the Fast Track team. So I want to ask you while you're listening uh listen with an open mind with an open heart but really think about it what do you think what should college be free so let's let's start let's start with you professor uh dr jones <laughs> well you know this to me is a topic that even for the past seven years i've been kind of discussing back and forth with my my friends my colleagues my family just because you know being in high schools and, and working with different types of teachers and different organizations and all these things, we try to get, you know, a lot of things we do are centered around getting kids to go to college. Whether we like it or not, we want our kids to go to trade school, college, some post-secondary readiness, post-secondary type, post-secondary, I mean, after high school, post-secondary type situation. But you know, it's not always accessible and that discourages a whole lot of students from even, you know, trying to do well in high school. Because I noticed that when students know they're not going to college, they'll just go ahead and perform at that 2.0 level. They'll graduate from high school, go to whatever they need to do afterward and, 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 and not worry about going to college. One of the main reasons that they say is because it costs too much. They don't want to be in debt for the rest of their life and they don't see the value in it. And so just knowing from what I've seen over the past several, several years, just, you know, with, with kids, you know, I just think that making it free will not only encourage more kids to apply for college, but it'll get those students that are on the bubble, those ones that are the low achievers, the ones that didn't think that there was a possibility. Because I've seen students actually in my past, I've seen kids come in, you know, when they'll basically be a 2.0, 2.3 student in high school, but then they'll go to college and be a 4.0 student and graduate with a bachelor's degree. They do way better in college just because it's a different environment, different people, you know, their surroundings are different. They're not around the same hood per se. And so they're going to perform a lot better. But I just think access is something that needs to be given and just making it free at any level, I think four years should be. I mean, definitely should be something we should consider. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to weigh in on this because I may sound, um, I'll just say how I want to say. I don't think that anytime you don't have skin in the game, you don't value it. That's what I believe. I think that um, education should be something that is accessible regardless of your economic situation. But I don't think that we people don't value stuff that's just free, unfortunately. I think there should be another way to... Uh, college is a privilege. And it's something that you either... There, there's one of two ways to get to college. Your parents either pay a lot of money or you have to work your butt off academically or or through sports to actually prove yourself and work your way through college i think that's um important i i i think that not and not from the money sense but anytime you work to get somewhere anytime you work to be something you treat it with more respect if something were just accessible to everybody and they didn't have to work their way to get there or they didn't have to sacrifice in any way, whether it be financially or otherwise, they just don't value it. I'll never forget when I was in high school, I was joking with my dad and I said, they should pay us to go to school. 
talking about high school. And I'll never forget how mad he got at me because he was like, do you realize what a privileged education is? And the fact that you think that just because you go to school, you're supposed to be given something means that you don't value it. I mean, if anything, people are paying to go to school. So I just think it's dangerous um, when you start talking about free. Now, I do think that we need to change um, the way that we price things. I, I think that it's not fair for certain things to be accessible just based on how much money your parents make. But um, at the same time, you've, you've got to sacrifice to be there because it's not something that everybody just gets to have. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I don't believe that it should be free. Um, there's an old saying that's always said in my house, right? You eat more at a buffet than you do when you go to a restaurant and, have, and like actually have to order food, right? There's a lot of waste, right? Because it's just there. And you gorge yourself because it's there. You know, it's everything's on the table. It's free. It's there. My thing is when it comes to college, I feel like there should be, uh, it should be more affordable. I think tuition should be regulated and be more afford, you know, more actually affordable. But in terms of just giving college away for free, I don't really agree with it because I feel like you don't appreciate things until, like you say, Dion, you get some skins in the game in it. When you've kind of switch your blood, sweat, and tears, and you, you know how hard it was to keep that grade point average needed to keep that scholarship or to keep that financial aid or to keep that loan, you know how hard it is, then it means so much more to you than when something's given to you. When something's given to you, you don't value it as much. You don't appreciate it as much. It just is what it is because essentially it's not yours. I mean, it's going to be your education when you finish, but at that moment, you don't even look at it as yours because it's just voila, it's there. You know. I that's what I think. I agree. I put, I put this to to a question, I guess. How much do you think kids value their high school education? I, well, I think you're right. I think <laughs> what you were saying initially, in that when you have an end goal, which is either college or something that dictates how you treat your high school education experience. If you don't see yourself going to college, you treat your high school education a certain way. Um, but at the same time, it's high school, a high school education is still accessible to everyone. And no one seems, you know, it's, it's interesting. You don't, you don't ever hear of any American children talk about how privileged they are to get a high school education because everybody can get one. But when we talk about a college, a collegiate education, people do talk about the privilege of getting that education. Because again, they had to sacrifice to get it. So what about the job markets? So like when we're all, all of us can say the same thing, that high school diplomas just ain't gonna cut it right now. If you want a good competitive job, you're going to have to have more than a high school diploma. And to me, you know, I'm one, I guess I'm a, a pretty boy. I don't like working with my hands. If you told me, Harrison, you got to go to a trade school, I'd probably laugh and walk off from me because I'm not about to work with my hands. I'm not doing welding. I'm not fixing no toilets. I'm not doing no electrician work. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not, I'm not going to be working with my hands. And even then, those jobs might be obsolete in the very near future. But not you know, true. If you, if you, and some of them, a right. lot of them, hey, a lot of those out of this saying like electricians, you, robots. If you, can, if you can, if you can fix, if you can fix an air condition or fix a toilet, you're gonna always have a job. Well, I don't care what you say. <laughs> hey, hey, Harrison. When, when your AC goes out in Texas, who do you call? Hey. You don't call the engineer at IBM. You call the HVAC hey. guy. The HVAC guy could be a robot. That's what I'm saying. No, it don't work like that, Harrison. You were an engineer major for a little bit. You know how it goes. No. So you don't think that an HVAC, a robot, will be able to fix air conditions in the next, in the future? If but that's the case, then we're gonna have automated schools 
where teachers are going to be forced out because they're going to be on, on the camera all day. And so we're talking about teachers and stuff too. They're going to be phased out too. Then. I think teachers are a lot more uh, likely to be phased out than plumbers, electricians. Things so, like that. Nobody's going to call exactly. a robot to come to fix their house. That's number one. Can, can I jump in with that? Because I, okay, this to me, they have I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about this. I think that is the number one problem. I love you, Harrison. Dr. I Jones. I think that is the number one problem for college educated people these days is if they feel like they're too good to get certain things. And the problem is that trade jobs, people come out making 80, 90, $100,000 a year with no debt and they have a skill and they are cleaning up, but there are people that are making $20,000 or sleeping in their parents' house because they can't get a job with a degree because they refuse to work with their hands. I don't know why people think that just because you get an education means that you are above certain types of work. If you don't have a job, you should be willing to do what you have to do. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get to where you have to go, period. So that's the problem. I, I can't tell you how many people with master's degrees, PhDs, living with their mom and dad because they won't just roll up their sleeves for the time being and do what they got to do until they get the job they want. Let me and tell you, that's it's, the problem. It's an entitlement. It, it's entitlement. This, this, is, this is just my opinion when it comes to stuff like free college is we feel like we're entitled to everything. And me and Harrison talked about this yesterday. We feel like uh, uh, everything should be just handed to us for free. I want to get this free. I want to get this free. I want to get this free, right? So I'm going to get a little political here, all right? But, all right, so we get all this stuff for free, all right? Nobody, it's an it's a instant gratification society now. It's, 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 I want this, I want it now, and you give it to me, and I'm not going to pay for it. And there's a reason why Bernie's going for free college, right? Right? Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why... Uh, just in the state of Texas, I thought Bernie was going to win Texas, guys. We're all from Texas. I thought he was going to win Texas. Uh, he didn't do too well in the Super Tuesday, guys. And I guarantee that young base that he's riling up for free everything, they didn't even show up for him to vote. You know, I mean, that's the, that's the mind state of this young generation that wants everything handed to them. It's I guarantee you some got in line and said, I got to wait in line for three hours. I'm going home. I guarantee you right. that's the mindset because mm-hmm. it's the instant gratification trophy generation that that's everybody right. gets a trophy. Everybody, everybody gets everything for free. Uh, uh, right. and, and if I don't get it for free, why not? I'm going home and I'm taking my ball home. Dick, exactly. uh, Miss Nick Dino's corner. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Does your son have an iPad? Yep. Okay. How much was a computer back when we were kids? I don't remember because of four thousand dollars, baby. Then I don't remember because I didn't have one. You didn't have one. <laughs> I didn't have one. I got to college. <laughs> one desktop computer for the whole family. It was a gateway, and we all had to use the same computer. Right now, kids are getting iPads in their hands. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like at one or two, my my niece is two years old. But what's the guy do with entitlement? What's the guy do with entitlement? We have to look towards the future. We can't exist for right now. The the K through 12 education that we're talking about right now, yes, it was good for the past 20 years. That's been perfect because we got high school diplomas. Everyone able to graduate and go out and find a job. I don't think K through 12 has been perfect, though. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, you know, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I don't think well, K through 12 has been perfect. For most people, what I would say is not perfect. Of course, yeah. obviously, I wrote a book. I used to hate school, but I'm saying is that the idea of K through 12, everybody's comfortable. Everybody's I'm happy. I'm not comfortable with K through 12. Why are you arguing against? No, but school? I no no no. I am I am not happy. No no no. But that's but that's my thing, Harrison. I don't think it should be. We need to start looking at the college level. I think we need to fix the K through 12 level first because that's where people are getting hurt at the most. Because a lot of these kids, they, the K through 12 system is messed up to the point to where kids are punished because of the zip code that they're born in, right? right. You know, um, you know, I grew Can up I in a, you, okay, okay, go Bill, ahead. Bill Gates, Bill Gates, 
um, years ago, started this initiative, early college high school. Okay, we're training kids to get ready for college right now as uh, seventh and eighth graders now. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get in the ninth grade, you should be able to start doing college courses. So in essence, those students that are in that school in ninth grade, tenth grade, in their early college high school are already starting college for free. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? They're doing this. And the reason why we do it for the early college high schools, and I'm telling you this, is for those students that are at risk. Those students that come from low socioeconomic backgrounds. Those students that don't have the access that are seeing college is not a possibility. So the reason why they created these campuses is so that you can reach those students at earlier age and show them that college is accessible. Matter of fact, we're going to get you an associate's degree when you graduate from high school. So now what you have is a lot more students are going to be graduating from high school with an associate's degree, which will be free. Now, when you're looking at that, who pays for that? Well, the city and the school district, they pay for that there. So now, if you want to go bigger and you want to say, well, let's add two more years on that for those kids, because I see kids that will graduate their associate degree and finish in a year and a half, and they'll have a bachelor's. But we have to make it more accessible because we have to face the truth. Like you said, Nick, K through 12 is not perfect. The schools that are getting punished the most are the ones that are in low-income areas, and they don't have their high poverty rates. And if you look at HISD, Dallas ISD, shoot, uh, Colleen ISD, those are the kids that aren't going to college because they're in those poverty-type situations. But if you bring college to them, they'll go to college. But they have to, it has to be accessible and have to be able to see it. Like, we, I came up in school. My parents both had bachelor's degrees. So it was no option for me not to go to college. But a lot of my cousins, their parents don't have bachelor's degrees. And so college was not an option. Matter of fact, my two little cousins right now are in and out of college, and their main complaint is the debt. They are, I mean, I promise you, those are two of the smartest kids I know. In, in, in One of two of the smartest kids I know. Just the way they talk, they're eloquent. They know how to do certain things. They can work in any positions. But they're not going to college because of the cost. You know what I'm saying? And they're black and they're young, and they should be successful. And they definitely should be getting a bachelor's degree, but they're not going to school because they're fed up with the cost. How old are not they? That they uh, one of them's 20, and the other one's 22, 21. 20, no, can no, I say no, something? Okay. Here. I need to say something, because I came from a middle-class background, and, um, and I know this is going to sound like I, I'm gonna sound like a spoiled brat but for a moment but and I went to a school where most people <laughs> did go to college um, where most people did go to college um, and I you know I was like one of one of like eight black kids in the whole school but I also felt like I because of that I never got any special privileges at all Not, like nothing ever worked for me I never got into school because I was I could never I could never there was no there was there was no there were no programs for people like me you just have to work hard and earn your way to get in and it and, it, and your example of you know your cousins not wanting to pay the cost I still had to pay the full price for my tuition I didn't get any perks at all and I still and I still am paying that bill 10, 12, almost 20 years later. To me, yeah, Harrison, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. that's entitlement to me. I'm sorry. Hey, Harrison, Harrison, I, I, I guarantee, huh? If it was free, Dion, if college was free, would you have still worked hard to graduate and get a bachelor's degree? I don't know. It would, would it have no. been as right no, Dion, 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 that's not the right question. The right question would, would should be if college was free, would you have bust your butt in high school to get to college? Because you know you're going to get it for free anyway. Right. No, I would not have. That's that's the real question. No. Be honest, though. High school is easy, man. Like, you have to no, no I mean, I mean, but it, it, it can be easy all you want. But Harrison, you still took the time to study for your test. You still did your test. If you knew that you could see it out, get to college, and not have to do a damn thing, you wouldn't do a damn thing. You would right. really just coast. So now, and I'm sorry that other people don't like the cost of college. I mean – even but middle class kids whose parents real 
my parents couldn't afford college for me. I took out nothing but loans and got no scholarships because nobody gave a crap about my school because nobody, you know, felt the need to give us anything for free. So we had to pay for everything. So I have debt too because of it. Welcome to life. That's Welcome to life. I, I, hey, I guarantee you they got a car note too, don't they? They ain't riding the bike everywhere. Okay. They're okay, well, let's they're okay taking out a loan for that. Yeah, they got their own house. They're not roommating with nobody, are they? You see what I'm right. getting at? You spend money on the things you want to spend money on. That's just my right. opinion. You spend and, money on the things you want to spend money on. And I think, you know, and I think we do, I feel like in a lot of underserved communities, we do a lot of disservice by giving so many services and so many things for free. Because when they grow up, they expect so much to be handed to them because that's all that they've ever gotten. I used to hear about stories of people from other inner city schools where they were taking the kids to, you know, the White House and this place and that place. And it's like, I never went to any place like that. And if I did, my parents would have had to foot the whole bill. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's, it's, you're, you're setting them up with false expectations because that's not how the world works. At the end of the day, nobody's going to give you more money because you're black or give you more money because they think you're poor or give you more money because you're from a, sing a single parent household. At some point, you're going to have to say, if it costs this amount, I'm going to have to figure out a way to pay for it. Sucks. But if I want this, this is what I have to come up with. So I'm going to ask you all because both of you all have children. Yeah. And yes. so if 10, 20 years from now, college was still, you had to pay for it, and you had an option to where it was free now, you wouldn't take that option. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't take it? No, 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 Harrison. Who, who wouldn't take it? $20,000 bill. Just because I'm, okay, I want a Lamborghini. But guess what, Harrison? If somebody want to give it to me for free, yeah, I'm going to take it. I'm going to drive it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? If not, I'm just going to have to pay my payments on it. But, you know, it just is what it is. But I still... In that argument, in that argument, in that life, we just talked about underserved, underserved communities. You just talked about that, Dion. Do you think that there is educational equity across the United States of America right now? Do you think that all the schools are treated equally across the Absolutely board? Absolutely no. no. All those schools are not treated equally right now. They're not funded equally. They're not, students aren't going there equally. There, a lot of schools are failing because they're not getting the enrollment that they should have, that they're supposed to get. Like right now, as a matter of fact, I'm at Gramlin, and we're trying to get more black men to come teach, and they, they're not coming to teach because guess what? You graduate from teaching, what you gonna make? $45,000 a year, somewhere, in, and then somebody says, well, you chose to be a teacher. Well, these guys are coming out wherever they're coming from in Podunk, Louisiana, or Paducah, Tennessee, or whatever they're doing. Hey, and they're off topic. To get a better life for themselves. And so when you tell them that they got to go to school, they become a teacher, and we want them to do that, but they're going to have to stack up this amount of debt, $20,000, $30,000, dollars in debt in order to make $45,000 a year, that's going to discourage them. That's what's discouraging them now. I, I see it every day in my classes right now. But Harrison, you go buy a Honda Accord for $35,000. Right. Thank you. But you can't buy a college degree. Hold on, hold on. You go buy a Honda Accord for $35,000. You'll finance that over five years and pay a note of 700 bucks a month. But we don't, we, but hold on, hold on. Let me finish. But but instead of having the mindset that I want to get out of college, I'm graduate because I got family members that, that go through this. They just graduated college, going to get their master's now. But the first thing they did was go, I went and got a new car, which got college debt. Uh, 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 I got to go get this, this kind of apartment. I got to go get this, that, and the other. Instead of getting this, that, and the other, how about we settle down and get lesser of what you want and pay down college debt? What do you, do think? you think is the most valuable thing in this world right now? Or you're gonna say education, Harrison? Education. I mean, I know you're gonna know I'm gonna say that. Because yeah. that's true. That's more valuable than a Honda Accord, a, a house, and all those things because you can get more with that. And mm -hmm. right now, we're not getting that for everybody. I guess, I, I guess, the way I look at it is if it ain't good for everybody, then it shouldn't be good for one or two. We should just do it for everybody. And there are people that are going to school for free right now. Mm -hmm. And there, there are colleges that are there. I think San Francisco's doing it right now. Uh, there, there are different cities. I think there's some cities in New York 
that are practicing giving free college for their well, kids. Well, but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing about giving anything for free. Nothing's free. Somebody's yeah. paying. Somebody's for paying for it. <laughs> somebody's paying for they've it. They just redistributed who's paying yeah. the bill. Somebody's That's paying it. for it. Let's just keep it There's real. Never anything free. Yeah. So they're either they're either taxing people who are making a certain amount. Or they're taxing everybody, everybody. A, everybody a little bit more, um, but it's not as noticeable since they spread it out across everybody. Yeah. And, and guess what, guys? That thirty-six thousand, because that's the average. I looked at Bernie's website today. Thirty-six thousand dollars is the average college debt for tuition, right? That thirty-six thousand dollars that you could pay off. Now everybody's taxes are raised, and now not only have you already paid your $36,000 off within 10 years? You're paying for now it you the rest of your life. Else. No, no, not just for everybody else. Now you're paying off that $36,000 because your taxes have increased for the rest of your life. For the rest <laughs> of your life, you're paying that $36,000 off because right. your taxes are increased. No, I mean, it's, it's simple math. It's simple Unless math. You huh? You can move to a different country if you don't no, like but it. I like love America. I love America. America, go back to America. That's a terrible solution. Yeah, I, I love America. I serve this country because I love America. Right. You want yeah. everybody to go to college. College ain't for everybody, Harrison. That's what people fail to realize. Can I say that? It's not for everybody. No, no, it's not, Harrison. Some people just aren't. College isn't for everybody. No. Hey, Harrison. Nor does college guarantee success. It doesn't. Hey, 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 Harrison. Harrison, who's who's more successful? Um, Do you think everybody? No, no. Listen, listen, listen. Who who's more successful, Jay Z or Obama, when it comes to just being a successful business person? No, be honest. I'm talking about business dollars and cents business. Well, Jay Z went from crack dealer to to a billionaire. Exactly. Yeah. How much college he got? How much high school he got, Harrison? He got Beyonce too. So that's no, 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 no. He he's a billionaire without her. How much high school he got? <laughs> Thank you. He How much college he got? He even graduated high school. No, he didn't. That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, he's a rapper, man. No, it don't. There are so many. Do you, do you know how many rappers in the world? Maybe he wasn't not a rapper. Do you know how many rappers in the world? No, it's just that he understood his brilliance. No, no, he, no, Harrison, Harrison, the man understood his brilliance Thank and he you. shared and he shared his brilliance with the masses and made money off of it. Hey, college doesn't guarantee you that you are going to to be brilliant at what you went to school at. It doesn't matter, huh? Everybody can't be a rapper. Like I'm not Jay. saying everybody can be a it's rapper. It's not even that. No, it's not about it's being a rapper. You're stuck on being a rapper. Stuck, he's an entrepreneur. Look at millionaires. Most yeah. millionaires were C students in high school. Most of them. It's not the valedictorians that are owning companies. They school teaches you how to work for other people. To be honest, with you. <laughs> yes. And so the really successful, the uber super successful people, you know, Jim Rond has this wonderful quote: "Formal education will get you a living, but self education will get you a fortune." And so people Ooh, who are willing to teach themselves certain things, forget a formal education. It's those that are willing to sell themselves, put themselves out there, take risks, take no for an answer, fall on their ass, get up, do it again. Those are the ones that win. And that a college education has absolutely nothing to do with that. If but, you yeah. look statistically at the millionaires, it is not those people that go to college that are millionaires mostly. And that's statistically speaking, and there is, I don't, I don't have the research with me right now, but I'm happy to come back and provide the, that for you. I am not saying that college is not good, but what I do think is that it, that it gives people a false sense of confidence and a false sense of success. You know, you have people with their checks puffed out because they have a college degree, but their ass is so deep in debt and they make you know, they're, they're $100,000 in debt from education and they make $30,000 a year and they have no other strings of income, nor do they have a drive to do anything because they feel like they're better than everybody else because of the degrees that they have. And that to me is a very false sense of success. Success is when you're able to actually take care of yourself and your family, when you are um, able to operate debt-free 
So you you know the, to me now everybody defines success differently. Everybody That's defines success differently. That's but a good I, point. So now you yes. have kids graduating from high college with whatever degree they get. Guess what they're going to be? Debt free. Boom. Success. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> not debt free. Not That's working in the fields that they went free. to school for. Hey, that debt free, so you can do whatever you want. That's the entitled to. I'm just I'm just gonna have society pay it for pay the bill for me. Hey, we already they they take taxes out of my check. Like I don't even know if I even get a check anymore, man. They just take money out of me. If you don't, uh, the, okay. okay. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about taxes. We're not gonna talk about taxes. Okay. Man, man, about we talked about taxes yesterday. Not gonna talk about taxes. Very good. <laughs> We're not greater gonna talk good. about taxes. Greater good, greater good. <laughs> it's about I the greater just, good. You know, I personal like for my son, I yes, I want my son to go to college. But more than anything, when he is in eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, if he comes to me and says, Mom, I want Jordans, I'm gonna look at him and say, Levi, okay, what are you gonna do to get the money? Are you gonna mow lawns? Are you gonna push uh and I want him to learn that anything is accessible you can have anything you want as long as you work for it i want him to learn how to be an entrepreneur i want him to learn how to make money i want him to not be afraid i want my son to know that i that he should get an education and for me i believe education is more so about the experience of college i think that's a unique time and and, and an experience that nothing else can really replace but when it comes to hustle and grind, I want him to learn that from an early age. If he wants nice things, he better know, learn how to work his ass off. And he's not above any kind of work. He's not above uh, mowing lawns. He's not above taking out people's trash. He's not above it. He needs to learn how to work. And I think, to me, those are the ingredients of real success. If you look at true successful entrepreneurs, they're not afraid to sweep floors at their at the office if nobody's there to do it. And I think when people get uh, you know, high and mighty when they get a certain level of education, feeling like certain things are beneath them, they're the ones that don't get a job and then have to starve for years until they get the right job they want instead of being willing to work in other fields to get to where they need to go. You know, I Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, just working hard and doing what you got to do to survive, uh, you know, everybody asks me why I do so much when it comes to my businesses. And it's like, Hey, why do you build your own websites? You know, why do you do like the audio and stuff for your podcast? Um, why do you do your t-shirt designs? Why do you want to write your own book and edit your own book prior to going to editing? Why do you want to write your own movie script? I want to do this because eventually I'm going to be so self-sufficient that somebody's going to be doing this for me, but I want to do it from the grassroots up because everything that somebody's going to be doing for me, I want to know how to do it too. So I know that you're not jacking me over. I know what it's like to work hard. I know how much time it should take to do X, Y, and Z. I know what the cost of this is going to cost. I know what this, I don't, I don't ever want to feel like I'm played because I've never got my hands dirty. You know, and so that's just my thing, you know. So once you read my book also, you guys read the book. Um, you know, I worked from the time I was 12 to I was 15 to save six grand for my first car. Like I wanted my car. That I kept that car from the time I was 15 to the time I was 22. You know, so I appreciate it so much because I bust my butt for it. And I knew what it took to get it. You know, mama didn't just get me a car. Daddy just didn't get me a car. I had to go do it myself. And I appreciate it. I changed the oil and I changed the tires. I paid my own insurance. I knew what it was to upkeep that car because it was mine. And it's something that I own because I put my blood, sweat, tears, worked for it. Uh, I had to sacrifice. I, you know, hey, I didn't buy new shoes. I didn't buy new, new, new clothes and things of that nature because I had to put that into my car if I wanted to be able to go to different spots to do what I had to do. So that's just my opinion when it comes to that. Well, you know, it's 2020 now. And in 2000, in 1980, you know, if we want to go 20 years at a time, 20, 20 years, work looked different between 1980 and 2000. 
2020, work looks a lot different. Working hard looks a lot different. Right now, we're saying working hard is getting on the grind, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. But 20 years from now, it's not going to be the same. And I know, I know it's hard to see that for a lot of people, but 20 years from now. Well, but can I say this? To your point, Harrison, Dr. Jones, Mm -hmm. work is going to look a lot uh, different in 20 years. And I think that is also an argument against college because now information is so much more accessible over the internet that people don't have to go to school to do anything. They can start businesses from home with zero marketing costs because they can just get on social media and do it themselves. So you take away all these barriers. I mean, formal education is not going to hold the weight that it used to. And also, if you look at the way that industries have evolved over the years, the education sector has not evolved whatsoever. And and it's, it's behind. So I t- I mean, I'll tell you what I told my sister, because, you know, she has my nieces. And, you know, I always give my advice, even though I, I always want it. But uh, I, I said, well, why, if your daughter, because my niece right now, she doesn't like school. But she's smart, you know, whatever she does, what she needs to do, makes A's. And, but, you know, she doesn't like school. I said, well, graduate her. Get her out of there. Get her out of high school. By, get her out of high school at 12 years old. Because all that information is accessible now. There's no reason to take 12 years to graduate from high school. There's no reason it should take 16 years to get a bachelor's degree because all of that information is available. Everything you need to know in high school is available online. Everything you need to know for college or a bachelor's degree, I don't know where you're going or whatever, it's available. But you have to be able to look for it. You have to be able to know where to look for it. You have to know what to do for it. So what to do in order to get it. And so I'm just, my thing is, like y'all said, teachers are going to be, teachers might be phased out. You know, uh, it's going to be one of the first steps. You know, I was even talking about librarians that we phased out. Like, they're already getting phased out. A lot of these jobs that we think that were already there, that always were there, that we think are just going to be available, are not going to always be there. And then, like you're saying, it's not as easy to get because you can get it without having to go through college and do all that stuff. So at some point, yes, a bachelor's degree is going to look like a high school diploma. And we have to be ready for that. It's already getting there. And so I'm saying if we're going to be able to do that, we need to be able to be ahead of the game. I'm not looking at it as entitlement. I'm not looking at it as we're giving away Sunday for free. I'm thinking that, well, we need to have four more years to guarantee school for public education. Because if we don't, a lot of people will be graduating from high school, not doing any, not, you know, not getting access. I don't know what people want to do after they get out of school, but you know, we'll, we'll end up, in an idiocracy, kind of like where we are right now. But you have to know that it's accessible. And I think increasing access will only benefit, will benefit every community, but I think our communities might benefit more. And I mean our, I mean. I don't, but you know, I don't, I don't want to put this. Uh, Even in some of the poorest communities, College is is still accessible, Harrison. Right. It is. It's just. It's just. No, it is. It's just that the colleges that are accessible, you don't want to go to. I see a lot of people that do that. I see a lot of people that do that. What? What? <coughs> and then Harrison. Harrison. So you can talk about. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We can talk about the free tuition. But when you go to college, Harrison, the main cost is not tuition. It's the living expenses, first off. That's what kills you. It's not the tuition. <laughs> it's the living expenses. The living expenses are astronomically almost twice as much as the, as the actual colleges, you know, like the actual tuition and books and fees. But a whole nother story. But uh, it is accessible. You just got to pay for it. I mean, <laughs> That's the whole no, point. But it's accessible. Hey, if you can't, pay no, but Harrison, 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 that's not the definition of accessibility. It's accessible. If you want it, you will go get it. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, I, I agree with you. I think the the real issue is the lack of role models, uh, in in these you know um, communities that are uh, marginalized, 
when you when when kids don't have enough you know if, if the only time they see black people successful is when they're athletes or um rappers you know, you know what i'm saying then they think i gotta be a rapper or play basketball or otherwise i can't i can never be a millionaire so Jay i think he's more successful than barack obama he is but guess what he didn't he didn't make those billions from only rapping once he got his start in it he branched off and did multiple other things like clothing lines his sports agency his console tour line all those other things have made the majority of his money not his music so you use that to catapult you to do other things now hey fubu came out and made a billion dollars they were way bigger than rock wherever was right rock was associated with a record label fubu came out and killed it out the water because Damon John and his team had a hell of a marketing scheme and traded a clothing line that became a multi-billion dollar clothing line because he knew how to market and how to hustle that dream. You know, it's it's not, yes, Jay-Z's more successful than Obama when it comes to the dollar figures. He is. But hey, FUBU, when you look at it, it's more successful than Obama too. And that's not associated with anything with rap or or sports or music or anything. That's a man who wanted to do something and put it on his back. I mean, we define, like you said, you know, I guess the loose, loosely the term success, you know, with money. You know, if I had to say it, I'd say Barack Obama was just more successful because of what he got accomplished. But I don't think, you know, if we're going to talk about, you know, creativity, we're going to talk about, like, you know, all those things that we have to find. Everybody, like you say, college ain't for everybody. Everybody's not creative. Everybody can't make a clothing line. Like, I can tell people all the day. Hey, I, even to this day, Nick, I tell people all the time, write a book, make a video, do some artistic, make a video, you know, do this, make a, uh, make a clothes, you know, put brand yourself. Like you got your shirt on right now. How many people listen to that? From but that, hey. from, how many people would actually do that? If you say, hey, I want you to brand yourself, Market yourself, but, and but that might, but that might not be their passion. Their passion might not be in doing clothes and writing books. They might not be interested in no, but it's because they might not be interested in it. Some people hate math, so I'm not going to tell them to go be an engineer. How would you, know you find in finding your passion when you just have a high school diploma? You don't think you can find your passion with with just a high I mean, school diploma? Get a student. That doesn't okay. know what they really wanted to do. Prime Find example, their- Harrison. It's, it's, it's a very Prime. easy solution. Try yeah. shit. Yeah. Try shit. Prime That's example, Harrison. My mother, as you know, was salutatory in her class when she graduated high school. While mm-hmm. I, she couldn't go to college because she was pregnant with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my mom, at 18 years old, ended up getting a job as a secretary and said, you know what? This ain't really what I want to do. So then she ended up getting a job as, as a secretary for a human resources firm, you know, firm and figured out that HR, human resources, was her passion. She loved helping people and getting people placed in the different jobs and seeing how a structure ran from the, human re, you know, from the HR side of the house, from the top of the organization down. She stayed in that field her whole career because she loved it. That was her passion. My mother got her degree in 2014. Uh, yeah. 14 and then got her master's in 2015 and then ended up becoming the HR director for the state of Washington, I think for the, for the labor division. But that was her passion. She found her passion when she was like 19, 20 years old. She knew she always wanted to have that as her job because she loved it. That's what she figured. But so like, I can't tell my mom to, Hey mom, uh, go design a car because that's what I like to do. If she don't like it, she's not going to be successful at it. What did your mom have to do? Huh? What did she have to do? She had to go into the field as she secretary. Had to go. She, she went to the do. workforce and she and she, she get into the workforce. Is that easy for everybody? It's not that easy for everybody. It's not mother. It's not that easy for everybody. My mother went and got a job. She just got a job. She went and got a job, Harrison. No, 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 no. She went and got a job. She went and got a job making like four bucks an hour or three dollars an hour. Okay. It was just the equivalent of working at McDonald's now for seven for seven seventy five an hour. So she went and got a job because she had to. She had to to make ends meet because she had a son. But right. in, in that job, she said, "You know what? I really like HR. Thank you for hiring me for this HR job." And that was her passion. Now maybe she got lucky, and the first job she had was the one that she liked, or maybe her passion became 
that because that was what she was forced to work in. But either tomato, tomato, that's what she loved to do. And she stuck right. in that field for 40 years. That's just what she loves to do. You know, so I can't tell my mom to go be a, a public speaker if she doesn't have the passion for that. Maybe her passion is helping people get jobs and making the company function and run uh, at 100% efficiency on a day-to-day -day basis. That's her passion. She's, you need to have your mom she so. she, Hey, she doesn't want to be a millionaire. She is content with what she's doing now because that's what she loves to do. That's the major success. I'll just say, you know, I guess this will be my last comment on it because I know from the people on this call that they don't like, y'all don't like getting free stuff to people. That's what I'm hearing and that we should work hard in order to get anything in this life. And if I you don't, don't work think, hard, I don't think you do anybody no. a service by giving, you know, you, you give right. a man fish, he eats for a meal. You teach him how right. to fish. Where do you teach him? You, you you teach him you teach him at the ocean or wherever you go get fish. Mm -hmm. so and you and guess what? You tell him in exchange for my time of me teaching you because I don't owe you anything. Yeah, you're my friend. You work for, for me. Time. Exactly. You <laughs> that's how, that's how the world world works, man. My time while I teach you because I'm going to teach you something that you could potentially make a fortune doing. So is it right that you give me something? Absolutely. Hey, Nobody owes you anything just because you want it. Hey, Hashin, I got like this. So everybody that wants to write a book and that comes to us for mentorship, when it's say if we get a business going up, we should just make it free and not charge anybody. Shoot, sure, I am already. And we, well, <laughs> and we should not charge anybody. Dedicate hours of our day. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe we work full-time jobs or maybe we start doing less hours at our jobs so we can be more available because more people want us to help them, but they're not gonna give us anything for it. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna consult for free the rest of my life. I just have a lot of uh I have I guess a view that work is gonna look a lot different. And that our view on what we find self-worth from is gonna change over the next 20 years. It's not gonna be based off of how much business or how much work you do on a daily basis it's going to be based off of something else and we're going to have to find a way to get self-work and it's but the that world looks is different changing. for everybody that looks different it's for everybody different. it's going to look a lot different for everybody and i'm but, just but, saying but what i'm saying is nobody there's no formula for what success looks like for one person right. one person feels like because i got my degrees whether i make a dime I can say I have degrees, I'm happy, I'm successful. Other people say, I'm, there are a lot of millionaires that own you know, garbage companies that got an eighth grade education and they, uh, they have more money than all of us and our families and, our, and, and everybody we know combined and they consider themselves successful. So everybody has a different barometer for what success looks like to them. But I don't think that just because you have an education, you can stand and call someone unsuccessful because they didn't meet your criteria of what success looks like. Let's say this from the blanket point of view. I'm just throwing this out there. Do you think that the prisons would be less populated with people that look like us if there was more access to education? Of course not. It, our, it wouldn't be no the prisons would have the same amount of people that there'd be no 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 it would no, be less no. no our our prison system will look a lot different yes hey and Harrison not just for black folks for everybody <laughs> so not not just for black folks be for everybody black so folks and Mexican folks are filling up the prisons I, right I, now. I I totally understand you but yeah but again people have to value education people don't value education because they don't have enough role models to see what education can do for people. Right. That's why a lot of people, you know, uh, follow a life of crime because all they've ever known were, were the drug dealers that they saw in the neighborhood. Those are the people that actually had money. Mm -hmm. And so, so a lot of those young boys follow in their footsteps and they are the ones populating the prisons today. You see, so, the problem is people like us, we are the ones that, should be going back in these neighborhoods and speaking and, right. and, and making sure that these young men and women 
that the neighborhoods that we've come up in or have families that have come up in these neighborhoods understand that there's more to life than what they see on a daily basis. Right. You know, um, and it, it, that's, that's where it's going to have to start. And it's going to also have to start at the household too. Parents got to be accountable for the kids and, and, and make sure that they want to put them on a pedestal and put them in the best situation possible also. Yeah. And, and it's, it's hard to say this because I grew up as a latchkey kid, right? So I could have done a lot of things, but I had to fear my mother. My, she scared the crap out of me, so I wouldn't do anything too bad. But, you know, I was a kid that came home from school with a key in my hand at six, not six, more like seven, eight years old. But, you know, I had to get myself in the house and get off the bus and get myself in the house and lock the door and make sure nobody, you know, knocks on the door or comes in the house until my mama comes home, you know, all that stuff. So that part of society, man, we... We just got to get better, man. <laughs> but can I also say that? The most powerful. We just got to be better. I think, oh, that, I think one of the biggest advantages to living in a middle class or upper class neighborhood is that your child or children get to see success in all forms. Every day. Across Every the street, day. next door neighbor. So, yes, my next door neighbor is a doctor. Across the street is a principal. Uh, you know, down the way is a pediatrician. My my next door, you know, my other next door neighbor owns, uh, you know, a liquor store. Like there's success has different faces and it has different nationalities and it has different things. The problem with poverty is that they don't get enough exposure to success and they only define success of like a handful of ways being an athlete being a drug dealer being you a know rapper. an actress or a rapper and little do they know that you can you can um, achieve greatness as a pharmacist as an engineer or and, you can even stay in the field that those guys are in you can be their agent or manager right exactly you know, making so, you make them. I mean, it, I, I get what y'all are saying. I and agree. that's where education comes College, in. That's why those kids value education because they say, oh, my uncle was a pharmacist. I can go to pharmacy school and da-da-da-da-da. Like, but the problem with poverty is that there aren't enough examples. So I don't think it has to do with making education free. I, ha I think it has more to do with exposing kids to more role models so that they can see that success comes in all forms. And because it comes in all forms, education can open up that door. And that's why education is so valuable. Yeah. My two cents. Yeah, I agree. Well, guys, unless you <laughs> we've been on this call for a while. Good topic, Jones. Good topic, oh man. God. I was supposed to do this for 30 minutes, man. It's, it's a good topic. But hey, to all the listeners, uh, thank you for listening, guys. When college is free. I'm gonna be like, hey, guys, <laughs> remember that conference? Let's go back to this podcast and talk about it then. We'll do another one. We'll do right. part two. We're, we're gonna talk about how our taxes went up too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, hey, guys, if you like what you're listening to, hit that like and subscribe button on all of your, um, you know, the podcast streaming channels. Uh, go visit us at the Fast Track Convo. Dot com. If you have any questions or comments, uh, just hit us up on the email at fasttrackcombo at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. This is episode 19. Uh, we'll be here again next next uh, week. And, you know, same time, same bat channel. And Fast Track Team is out. We out. See y'all later. Later. Hey. Yo. Post this today. <laughs> <laughs>